Hi there, welcome to the Hot Hotspur Hood. Uh, this is Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, another win in pre-season Rangers this time. We picked up a trophy. The Audi Cup is not on its own anymore. We have another pre-season trophy. What it's called, I have no idea. That's how good this trophy it's is. The Walter Tull Memorial Trophy. trophy. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Maybe I should have uh, paid more attention. But I... I do apologise, Walter Tell. Uh, but a trophy nonetheless, a win. Uh, everybody getting game time in terms of the new guys. Harry Kane, bang on form. Son as well, Kulisevsky. But that defensive mistake still happen. So here to discuss that. Much, much more with me. Brad, how you doing, buddy? Uh, good, thank you. Good, thank you very much. It's nice to be a bit cooler. And I'm not, I'm not okay. talking about me. I'm talking about the weather. So <laughs> just, just yeah, I'm cooler today. <laughs> and uh, Rez, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine, thanks. Good to, good to be back from my break. Yeah, how was your break? Refreshing yeah, it was or good. the fact that you still had to watch Spurs, it didn't really do anything? No, it was fine. It was absolutely fine, you know. Um, I did get roped in uh, last minute to do the watch-along for the Seville game, uh, which I wasn't planning, but that uh, was fun as well. Um, so, yeah, it's all it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I'm back, basically. Excellent. Much like Eminem. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, look like, I look very much like him. Yeah, but I'd rather talk to you than Eminem, even though I do quite like him. <laughs> anyway. uh, a couple of people in the chat. How you doing, guys? Thanks for getting involved. Uh, please uh, get your comments in. Uh, anything to talk about with Spurs, you know, any questions or comments. Super chats, super stickers are available as well, so I'll try and get through as many comments as I can. I'll put them all on screen, but if you put a super chat in, that will guarantee to be read out and discussed if it's a question or a talking point. Uh, please, as well, also hit the like and the subscribe. It really helps the channel. If you like what you see here, I've got my own channel, Let's Talk Tottenham. Not on this Friday, but generally Friday. So if you like what you see, hop over there. But for this channel, please hit the notification bell. Tommy's got so many people doing shows on here. Uh, it would take me all evening to let you know when all of the shows are. So the easiest way for you to find that out is to hit the notification bell. You get a notification every time someone's about to do a live show. But let's get cracking. I thought we'd start off today, not about Rangers, but what I think is some good news. And that's this guy signing a new mm. contract, Ben Davies, a new three-year deal. Uh, a little, uh, uh, some people don't like him. Some people think uh, you can do better and everything like that. But for me, I think he's one of the ones that Conte can depend on and trusts. Is there better defenders out there? Absolutely. But am I upset and worried if Ben Davies starts? Not really. So I think it, it's good. He's an old head. Uh, and you need that. You know, we've got a lot, a lot of young players certainly coming through and Jed Spence being the latest, but you need a, a, a few old heads. Uh, but Brad, good news, bad news, indifferent? Or, or what do you think about No, very, very good, very good news. I've, I've always I've always liked Ben Davis. I, 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 same as you, Chris. He, he's not the best defender in the world. He's certainly not the worst. Uh, yeah, we can, you can upgrade him. Uh, but he's been dependable at Tottenham. He's been there all... If he sees out this contract, he'll have been there at 10, ten years at the club. Very rarely find that. Uh, I think every club needs a player like Ben Davis in it. And as you say, Conte can rely on him. Uh, if he starts the game against Southampton, I might be worried. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's a very a very good... Uh, and, and also, what as I said, about 10 years, is that he's very rarely a, a decent club man, a man that obviously likes to be here. And then what's to do well here. So, yeah, no, I think it's a very, very good signing. Yes, I'm, I'm well pleased with that. Yeah, I mean, there's, he's either one of the top or the top of the uh, most improved under Conte. And I think 
that Liverpool game away at Liverpool, he was mm. absolutely superb. And, and he pretty much followed that up with the, oh, was it remaining four games, three games, three games. Uh, so for me, very dependable. But like I say, you can upgrade him, but I'm not upset if he starts. And I think it's a good sign that he's signing a new contract. Uh, what do you think about it all? Yeah, I've, I've always liked Ben Davis. Um, you got to remember that the, the season where we pushed Chelsea um, almost to the title, um, he was a key in that squad. He he had a period where, you see, I, I, I think it was sort of, I always say every defender makes mistakes, right? And what happens is that we, we tend to, sort of focus on some players rather than others. Um, and I think Ben Davis suffered from that. Where when he had a good game, nothing was really said. But he, every mistake was sort of highlighted as, you know, some some glaring weakness and that he's terrible and, you know, you should be got rid of and all of that stuff. Yeah. Do, do you think Eric but, Dyer is now in that boat? I think Eric Dyer had that. Eric Dyer was different though because he, he his position was sort of tinkered with so often um, that you know. I mean, I think I think if I'm if I'm recalling correctly, I might have got this wrong, but I think he was like right back in his first game. He was, and yeah. he's played right back for us. He's played defensive midfielder for us. He's played central defender for us, and it's like, which is his position? You know, um, and I think now he's sort of beginning to settle into his role as the central defender of the three under Conte. And Ben Davis, I think, has had that advantage as well. Obviously, it's easier for a defender when there's three of you in the middle uh, and you're playing with wing-backs. But um, Ben Davis, I always had time for because he always worked hard. He never mouthed off. He always did um, what his manager wanted of him. And he's dependable and reliable, and isn't or isn't sort of injury prone or anything like that. When he's around, you know, he does obviously every player picks up injuries, but he's always there. Um, yeah, sure, there are always better players that you can get. You know, you can't you can't pack a squad with eleven Ronaldos and Messis and the equivalents of them in their different positions. You're going to have players that can always be upgraded. But for me, Ben Davis was not a priority upgrade, really. And I'm glad that he's still here. And from, you know, three-year contract, to my mind, basically is his career now. You know, I think yeah. he will probably end with career at Spurs. Um, and, yeah, for me, that's good news. I'm glad that he's still here. I've got no issues with him. Um, if we get someone who's better, I don't see him as being the type that will kick up a fuss, he will get his head down, do his work, and play when he's when it's required of him. Um, and if he is the first choice left centre back, he'll do that job in the same professional manner that he always has. Yeah, I don't think I can ever remember him ever complaining about not getting a game. You know, and no. he, he's totally, totally right, Rez. He's just Mister Dependable, and that's that's what you need in in your club, and every club's got them. Uh, but yeah, there are people that obviously, because he's not the best left left sided centre back in the world, will say, "Oh, we need to need to get rid of him," uh, you know. But yeah, he, he always get those players. I think Dyer, Dyer and Davis were the two, uh, and probably Winks were the three players that were copping a load of flack. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave, no, the, former the, two, the former two have 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 yeah. you know 
they've they've earned the right to to stay. Oh, exactly. you know, yeah, you know, you can't them staying is not is not weakness in my right. view. You know, there are there are some that will still say that Dyer shouldn't be playing, that Davis shouldn't be playing, but you can't have everyone at once. I also would think with Ben Davis, I think there's always been a player there. I think, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, the season we had at Wembley when I think Danny Rose, as first choice left back, was injured for most of it, <laughs> I think Davis had one of the most yeah. assists for a left a left back in, in that season. So, he yeah, so, he can, so he, he's very handy to have. If worse comes to the worst and you do lose a lot of players for injury, he can he can play on that left if you needed him to. Hopefully it will never yeah. come to that, but but he's, he's he, he can do that if needed. Yeah, I think so as well. Maybe it gives you options during a game, you know, if you want to if yeah. you want to change yeah. something up and change something elsewhere, you know, and yeah. You, yeah. whatever you, know, you want to take off whoever your left wing back is, for instance, you know, you can slot him in and, and replace something else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, right. Dave Tutt in the chat. Any news of an income new incoming sign? We've already had six. Take a breath, take a breath, <laughs> take a bit of a breath. Uh, nothing that I've heard, but we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Uh, but on to the preseason game Spurs 2, Rangers 1 at Ibrox, which uh, not the greatest environment to play. You know, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine they were treating it like a friendly, the Ibrox faithful, but. Uh, I only saw the. I only watched the eight minute highlight thing that Spurs put on their YouTube channel. Uh, but yeah, going forward, we look superb. We'll talk about the defence in a minute. The, 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 the goal was absolutely horrendous. But in particular, going forward, the front three. I mean, the, the mm. first goal we scored, obviously, Kane's going to get the, the headlines for that because it was a superb finish. But Kulisevsky tracking back tackling like a a ball winning midfielder giving it to son gives it to kane he does the rest but i mean brad that that has to be positive going into the season our front three i mean kane's been on fire i think he's got about five goals now in pre-season already uh mm-hmm. son got a few as well but they're assisting and linking up and kulisevsky as well the, the front three end starting pre-season like they ended last season so they look sharp and fit and ready to go that can only be a good thing uh, yeah, I totally agree with everything you said and you know, I saw the whole game and yeah we did have a lot of chances in that first half we get, the game could have been out of sight by half time Kudachevsky had a really really good game the only thing I will say about Kudachevsky and it's a bit of a bugbear with me anyway with professional footballers is he doesn't use his right foot he had two or three opportunities where all he had to do was just give it a go with his right foot and you know if you hit it right once out of three times you get the goal but he didn't do that but he, he but at least he he's not doing that in pre-season rather than in league or Champions League. Yeah, yeah, matters. yeah. But he 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 did a lot there, and and I have to say, when Ricarlison uh, came on in the second half, I think he he's proof that if those front three aren't aren't, aren't uh, playing well, then we got a, a fourth person to come on and, and and do the job as well. The only thing I will say about Ricard, I think he needs a goal. Yeah. He needs a goal to get his confidence up, and I think we do need to have our goals scored in in more areas. Because at the moment, we, we don't want to rely on Kalen Son to score. But I think last season, Kulishevsky got a, a fair amount. Hopefully, Ricarlison will get a fair amount. Who knows? We might buy a attacking midfielder, uh, Alar Eretz and Alar Ali, who, who might score goals like, like those two used to that's do. Not where hey. goal, that's not where the other areas should be coming from. Yeah. The, the, the worry... The worry is our wing-back situation. We've only yeah. got one wing-back that you can really say is probably going to be effective, and that's Perisic. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, I mean, other goals should be coming from wing-back. Go, 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 back to, yeah, go back to the goal scorer. And I think also, 
it might be it might be uh, quite relevant that we've got this set piece uh, coaching because I don't think we get enough goals from our our centre backs from corners and free kicks. Mm. And you'll you'll find a lot well, of free kicks we don't yeah. because bloody yeah. Kane takes them. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right, Res, about the wing back. We, we do need. Yeah, we do need. I'm hoping that uh, we haven't seen enough of Jess Spence. Obviously, he had a very good uh, uh, stats in in the uh, in the championship. Uh, Sessignon, I think, still needs to. I think Sessignon in the first game against Korea, he he looked like he was trying to run fast now, and that seems to have gone away a bit. I'm hoping that with Peretic in the team for both of them, you know, he'll be there as a mentor and. Uh, um, I think he will be. I think he'll learn a hell of a lot of Spence yeah. as well from them. But uh, Yeah, exactly, just brings, for both of them. Yeah, yeah just brings uh, me on to Dave Tati's uh, comment here. Perisic looks assured. Kula looks really good. Clement did good. Spence kind of went into hiding, didn't want to take on players when he got the ball, which yeah, last year, nice. last year, the most amount of dribbles in the championship for a defender, well ahead of the second place. Do you think that's just a, I don't want to make no, a mistake I, for a first I, I, game I, I, at my I, new I, club and, no, and it'll come? Yeah, exactly. That's his first first time he's set foot on a pitch playing for Tottenham Hotspur. So, you know, he's going to have a little bit of caution there. And he did so in the very first few minutes. He, he got a very good footing in, in the box to, yeah. to stop one of the Rangers' attacks. So uh, so I think I think that's to, to maybe if we, if we see him for the first four or five games and he's not doing it, well, then, yeah, yeah, well, I think that, that yeah, we can be critical. But I think nah, he's on there for 30, 30 minutes. So I'm, I'm not even. Yeah. At least he's got some games it looks like he's going to be the the sort of right wing back. Yeah. Um, either him or I reckon it's a him or Lucas. Um, not, not Doherty because he is an actual right wing back and he played yeah. well until at the end of last season until the injury unfortunately stopped his season. Well, that's just it, isn't it? It's very, very weird because, again, this is speculation. It's rumour, so we can't say how accurate it is. But there was... There was something in the evening standard, I think it was about maybe a week ago, maybe a little longer, basically saying that there are eight players who have been told yeah, I saw that, that to, to find other clubs. And both Emerson and Doherty were in that group. Which Emerson, you can understand, um, although he seems to have been picked a lot. Maybe it's just a case of putting him in the shop window. Um he was he's been picked a fair amount of times in preseason. Um but Doherty is a bit of a weird one, only a little bit of a weird one, because yeah, yeah before he got injured, he was he seemed to have found his feet again. Um possibly it's an age thing. Um that maybe he's just a bit, you know, they think he's too old and so you know, moving on would be an idea. I don't know, and we don't know how true it is, obviously. So yeah, correct, as, correct, as correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, Rez, but I, I don't think he's even, when he's played in preseason, I don't think he's ever played at right wing, but I think he's, he's gone on the left, hasn't he? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And he came on think, as a sub yeah. for Sessignon. Yeah, yeah, I, I oh. think this, this Saturday will be, yeah. we'll see who starts this Saturday. And if, if say, Doherty starts at right wing back on Saturday, and then and then uh, Spence starts the second half against Roma, or the other way around. Yeah. That, that I think will tell us a lot. But... Yeah, it's it, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 well. Um, I mean, yeah, Golden Boot. I'm not saying that Doherty is too old. I'm speculating as to why <laughs> he's rumored 
to be one of those who's been told he can find the club. I mean, I mean um, Golden Boot, just a, a Doherty is only natural wing-back for me. Uh, but it'd be curious to know what you think of Perisic uh, there, Golden Boot. Mm. Uh, for me, he's a natural wing-back as well, obviously a lot older. And, yeah. But he's a Conte player, but uh, or, or, or uh, possibly meaning only natural right wing-back, which... Would be fair yeah. enough. I mean, it's 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 an odd one. I mean, this is the thing. I, I don't I don't understand. No, it's not strictly. I mean, I, I can understand if you're talking about Doherty's overall career at Spurs. He's still not. He's still not done enough. It was only four games or something before he got injured, where he was like yeah. playing well, yeah. playing the way that we were hoping he would play when we first got him. Although the system wasn't thing. Um, although well, the system didn't suit him under Mourinho um, because Mourinho played with a right yeah. back rather than a right wing back. Yeah. Or, um, or, or Nuno as well. Uh, I think Nuno by the time well. Conte it's came weird. in to play, yeah. and I think by the yeah. time uh, Conte came in with wing backs, his, his confidence, Doherty, was so shot to pieces yeah. that it took him a little while to get in and he was constantly him versus it. Uh, Emerson, but yeah, yeah. I, I'd be keeping that's him. That's why it's weird. That's why it's weird. Yeah. What Emerson? Emerson is not weird to be said. You can find no. another club. You know, I don't think there is. There are very few people that will turn around and say, "Yeah, Emerson has been a resounding success at Spurs, <laughs> and it is a it is a travesty." Um, you know, it is it is against God and nature to tell him that he should move on. <laughs> Um, but Dorothy, because of that period, demonstrating that he can do it is a little weird for me. That's all. Yeah. Just a little. You wouldn't. Weird. You wouldn't be too upset if you had Spence and Doherty starting uh, and, no, no, okay. and and session on starting the season as our as our no. wingbacks. You would. You wouldn't no, be. Well, you wouldn't be no, yeah. You wouldn't be unhappy with that. Uh, well, no, I think I think with session on getting to session on. Uh, I think. This is his make or break season at Tottenham. If you look at the last yeah. two seasons, he had a, a loan period in Germany, and last season he, he did his hamstring. And when you get an injury like that and you're a quick player, it, there's a confidence thing there. Yeah, and I think that it's going to take him a while. But I, I think if he with Peretic as his mentor, I'm not, I'm not even saying that Sessegnon should be first choice left back or left wing back, but I think that this is the season that if he stays injury free. This will, I think, by the end of the season, we'll 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 tell whether this this guy's going to be a player or not. I mean, that's always the question for me. Injuries, you know, he didn't seem yeah. to have. Fulham fans will know better than me, but for me, he didn't seem to have too many at Fulham. But then, when he's been at us, bar the Hoffenheim uh, loan spell, constantly injured. But I think yeah. I, I do agree with your hamstring injury taking players on. It's like, oh, yeah. do I really want to? But I think Perisic will. I, I can't remember who said it on on this show. Previously, but Perisic is likely to take him to one side and then go give him some pointers and stuff. And because of who Perisic is, what he's done in the game, he commands respect, doesn't he? Yeah, so I, mean, he, I, I, mean, I, I think Perisic could be one of our most important signings, mm. not just because oh, yeah. of like that, but because of what he can offer the young player. Very similar. You you listen to all the young Man United uh, strikers. Ibrahimovic was amazing for them. Just mm. the advice he gave them and the time he gave them, and. Yeah, I think Perisic can be something similar. Certainly, I, mean, I think with like Sessegnon also the, the, the confidence, also with the injury, and also with the fact that you know trying to take players on, do that sort of thing. You know, and maybe Perisic will be the, the person to take him aside and say, "Look, you know, you, if you you know if you take players on three out of four times, you foul, but on that fourth time you get across and we score, then you've done your job." So 
you know, he might have that experience to pass on that sort of knowledge. I'm only yeah, if, he's, that sort of thing, if, if he does, if he's if he's to do it, he really needs to just do it now mm, because. Yeah. In all of in all of the games that I watched in preseason, he was doing that thing, where he would burst forward and then stop. Stop, yeah, and that's annoying. Yeah, he cannot keep doing that. If he keeps doing that, he's just gonna the the system keeps breaking down. I mean, did you see Perisic and um, Spence? Uh, what's it called? Combined to have you know to, uh, for a shot on goal late in the game you know mm. that's what you want to be seeing your wing yep. backs doing combining like that you know mm. with the big spread of play um you know if he's not going to be getting to the byline and getting crosses in or if he's not going to be taking on players on his flank and cutting inside to create for the front three he's not there's no point in having him yeah you know? I, no, I, I totally he's agree not, I, just, I think that this, now. this this will be the season where uh, I actually the first half he played in against the South Korean eleven. I, I thought that looked a lot promising, but we had a shot against Rangers, didn't Yeah, he, he was he was doing the, the you know trying to be fast down the left, but I haven't seen that in the I, last. I, didn't, games. See the I yeah. didn't see the career. And also, I think he's he'd actually said himself that he needs to score more goals like he used to at Fulham, which is what mm. your wing back system has. The, the right wing back pulls it only left wing back scores or vice versa. So I think he's he's obviously aware of what he needs to do. We just uh, but yeah, this this will be the season. I, I won't. Uh, I'm hoping against hope that uh, that uh, Spence and uh, and Session will become the Walker and Rose of the team or Walker and Rose of the Conte era. But uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of quick messages I can play in a lot, THFC. Uh, we are live. Uh, uh, <laughs> let me know if there's an issue. There was an issue uh, uh, the other week with Tommy's. Uh, Screen, but that was when it was about 500 degrees here, so it should be okay now. But just let me know if uh, in the in the comment if you can't. And he's also gone on yeah, to you say can't, you can't well, stream in weather like that. It's sort of like you know, tell us about you. Tell us about what you thought of the game. <laughs> yeah. Also said, love Perisic. Attitude is amazing. A top pony. I hope he'll turn Seth from a Seth from a pumpkin into a princess. I think I agree with you, Brad. It's it's. It's not last chance saloon from Sessignon, but if he doesn't uh, uh, show something in this season, I think he'll be mm. finding his name on the transfer sheet uh, yeah. come the summer. But uh, yeah, there's the front three. Uh, not a huge amount more to say, but uh, they look bang up sharp for this start of the season, which can only yep. be a good thing. Kane, Kane looks lean, man. Have you <laughs> seen him? It's, it, it's like... Is that Harry Kane? You know, he looks like four inches taller because he's slimmed down. You know, I mean, he was never fat, you know, but a lot of that bulk, you know, he's, he's sort of lost some bulk and he's like really lean and wiry now, you know. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Very, I mean, what well, you can't say much about that front three. There was um, There was some tweet, random tweet that I saw the other day where it was like um, comparing the top sixes front three and ours just pisses all over everyone else's, mm. you know, it really does. Um, the others dangerous. have got individuals, haven't they? I'm talking about like Harland yeah. and Salah, but yeah, as a front yeah. three combined and, and I mean, God knows how many goals they contributed to 
Mm-hmm. Well, only, only in the last half of last season, because obviously Kulisevsky was born in January. But yeah, I mean, yeah. If, they, if they can play anywhere near that kind of level, you could have a Absolutely. fight between Kane and Son, possibly even Kulisevsky for Golden Boot. Yeah. And then one of them gets injured, not performing. You've got Richarlison to come in as well. I think that's looking very, very to that front three. I mean, everyone, everyone's sort of talking about, um, you know, the, the thing that has made Haaland such hot property is his... Uh, the sort of number of goals he's got in the number of games that he's played for Dortmund. Um, but there's something that you've got to bear in mind. Although Kane has got a hat full of goals, he's got a lot of goals. The key part of it here is Sonny. Sonny is lethal. Mm. His conversion rate is phenomenal, you know, compared to, I mean, like compared to the likes of Salah, for instance. Salah needs like 400 million chances to score a goal. <laughs> Son is sort of like, you know, you give him an opening and he'll take it. He's he's deadly. Mm. Um, obviously, Kane is, Kane is a phenomenon of come about because of his hard work and how hard he has upped his game and, and developed his game. And Kulisevsky is still young and has got that, has got that fire and that energy. You know, if, if Conte can develop him further, he'll be dangerous, to, even more dangerous. Well, I well. mean, with Kulisevsky, yeah. not so much Kane, but uh, a son, sorry, but he does Kane's running for him. Yeah. And that's yeah, exactly yeah. what Mane did for Salah. And uh, you can count through countless uh, strike partnerships and one of them would have done the running. Yep. Defoe probably did it for Crouch when, you know. Yeah. A massively brilliant, brilliant partnership there that we found. Deadly yeah. as well. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, my hope is that you know Richarlison will fit in uh, and and can can build that. There, there's almost, I mean, there's there's certainly like a, a telepathy, if you like, between Son and Kane. Yeah. They seem to know precisely where the other is. Kulusevski seems to be sort of getting really well. If you can get Richarlison to 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 have that ability as well, then it's you know you can slot him in and out. I still think we need another forward. Um, for rotation, I don't think Richarlison's enough. I'm not all that fussed about a, an attacking midfielder because people say, Well, you need it if you want to change things up. Well, if you need it, you can always drop Kane into that role, mm-hmm. you can drop Kulisevsky into that role. You could, you know, obviously, people will not want to see that, but you could, if you needed it, you could drop mm-hmm. Mora into that role. You know, we don't need to go balls out, you know, balls deep for a, a central attacking midfielder just so we've got the option. We already have the option. It, you really only need like a a big name like the likes of Madison. You know, for me, I don't see Madison playing a huge amount. And so I think to myself, does that make sense? Does that Should that be a, a target that the club should be sort of going all out for? now or should we be concentrating on other areas you know i think right wing back is still weak that's where we need that's where i would spend the money if if say for instance they said right you can have one more transfer this this um summer which position would you be um saying that transfer should come in for it's right wing back for me even though we got jed spence um and then after that i would put left wing back and then I'd put central central defender, and then I'd put forward. Then I'd put a cam. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, for I me, mean, I, I, of what for, what becomes available, isn't it? Like like a few seasons ago, although unfortunately it didn't turn out to be how we thought he would. 
you know, Regalon suddenly became available and we went for him. We, yeah. you know, we didn't really need a left yeah. back. So I think a central attacking midfielder, someone like Madison, you know, if he suddenly became available and Leicester always would be there, then, then then you go for him. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's a, a yeah. priority. You don't, I, I you think don't, that, yeah. That's the thing. Absolutely, I agree. If if you if you if you're if it's you know if it's like Van der Vaart, right? You know he became available, so yeah, go get him. You know that's the type of play you you should just buy, even if he, you know you've got a great a great one in the position that he plays, or you know it doesn't really necessarily fit your system. Yeah, by all means, you go and get him. Um, but for me, Madison is more. And it's not me saying I don't like Madison as a player. I don't like him as a person. He's a dick. Um, but as a player, he's a he's a great player. But he's not a priority for Spurs right now. He's not the thing that Spurs need most right now, in my view. Conte uh, I might think, think we still a need a centre back, a decent centre back. Yeah, if if Roden and and Tanganga are going, whether it be on loan or being sold, or even if one of them, I think you still need that. Because at the moment, our only centre-back <laughs> is Dyer. And uh, although he, he played very, very well last season, you, you'd still want another one in there to, to add, add that. I think central defence is the only one that we're, we're not really mm. strong in depth. I mean, yeah. you've got the three up front, Richarlison. Mora can do a job up there as well. He's obviously fifth in the pecking order if we don't sell him. I think the midfield too, we've got such strength in depth there with four top quality players. I think central defence, one of them gets injured. You're bringing in Sanchez or Rodon. That fills me with a bit of worry. So mm, I'd like, yeah. well, if one of them gets injured, Clement comes in. But if another one gets injured, then then it's uh, Rodon or, or Sanchez. And you need so rotation. I think we need another, yeah, and I th- so I mm. think we need another one to have strength and depth there. But So that would be my priority. Right wing back, Spence is an unknown quantity. It could turn out to be a Deli Alley. Deli Alley after we bought him a couple of years, you know, turned into a world star. Or, or, yeah. or uh, an Andy Robertson from Hull, but he could turn out to be the Deli Alley now. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping not. Yeah. Emerson, I agree here. He, he's a right back, not a right wing back, so therefore surplus to requirements. I'd keep Doherty. Uh, I still think, I'm an eternal optimist, I still think Sess has got a future here, but he, he, I hope that, like we said earlier, uh, uh, Perisic is going to kind of take him under his wing. Uh, uh, and Spence as well. I know he's on the right side, but it's still the same position, isn't it? Just same position. Just one foot, the other foot that the other one doesn't. But yeah, that, that's what I'd be going for. But like like you say, Brad, if uh, Madison becomes available and we got the money... Mm. Go for it. It gives us it. another string as to long as, as long as it's not affecting as long as it's not affecting the other priorities. You know, it's sort of like yeah. you spend your money on Madison and then it's like, oh, we don't have any money for I mean, I don't believe that I believe we can go and get Madison and go and get a right wing yeah. back anyway, but that's not how the club have operated for yeah. twenty odd years. Uh, you know, if it's a case of you you get Madison and then that's it, no. You know, yeah. and and Paul's saying it. You know, Paul Mansbridge in the comments is saying, "No way, exactly. Madison joining." I don't yeah. see it either. It also says Zaniola to replace Bergvine as well. Which I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm only I'm only plucking one. I'm only plucking the name Madison because it was in the press. You know, Spurs are going after Madison. Mm. It's more, you know, replace Madison with any central attacking midfielder. Um, you know, we've got to we've got to get we've got to get the squad right again that there's been good progress towards that, especially in that midfield that, you know, getting those, uh, what's it called? Basuma in, 
is a fantastic piece of business in I, my I, view. I think Basuma and, sorts out one of the big problems from last year, keeping hold of the ball in that middle. Benton is very good at it, but I, I think yeah. Basuma can do absolutely everything in midfield. I think it's a class yeah. sign in that. He's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely top draw. It was really, I would probably, I would put his transfer and Perisic's um, for different reasons as real, proper, I mean, just perfect signings. Perisic, because of the experience, because of the ability, without any doubt, but also for Perisic, it's because he he will be Conte's man in the dressing room. Yeah. You know, I said it last season that what Conte will need is somebody to come in and be able to and, and, and know what he does and what he wants without having to learn it. Yeah. And Perisic just ticked yeah, all of those boxes. A brilliant thing. And the same with Basuma because of his ability. I mean, you saw it in Rangers against Rangers. Um, he There were times where he was under pressure facing, you know, back to goal um, or back to the opposition goal. And I thought, right, well, that's just going to go back to the defence and we're just going to rebuild. And he would pick out these passes, progressive forward passes that, I thought we we haven't seen that since you know Dembele was here, mm. you know. Um, great, great signing, absolutely top draw. Yeah, really, I was, I was really delighted happy. with that and dirt cheap as well compared to yeah. the, God, yeah. the ability of it. Obviously, uh, Brighton had no real choice because he wasn't going to sign that contract, so they just had to get rid of him. But you know, their losses are. He's like the negative there. of Ndombele, right? Ndombele <laughs> had the massive price tag. Right, <laughs> and doesn't deliver shit. Right, Basuma has the really no, has no price tag and delivers seemingly. Yeah. Hopefully, the other thing with Basuma, the other thing with Basuma when Richarlison falls into this as well. There's no worry mm. on how long it's going to take him to adjust to Premier League life because they've been there, done yeah, that, got the t-shirt. Right. Which Undombele, Lo Celso, countless others. You know, even Modric took a little time to adjust. Mm. These two can go straight into the team. Obviously, they need to know the system and everything like that. But in terms of what they can expect from Premier League, they know exactly what to expect. So there's no bedding in in that respect. Uh, Absolutely. Bad in terms of the defence. Uh, are you worried about the defence? I said on the first two games, you know, the uh, uh, career games, uh, uh, the first one, Team K League, absolutely dreadful, severe, few mistakes, but they were from all sorts of players. But that's what happens in pre-season, you know, coming off from four weeks, uh, uh, no training, you have, that's why they're all thrown up the Conte system in a massively hot country as well. You, you're getting fitness back into your legs. But uh, the goal against for Rangers was appalling. I mean, letting the cross come in in the first place, the flick on, no one near him, and then the guy running past a couple of players uh, and then there was another one in the second half where the header luckily straight into Forster's hand from close range but again it was another run um, I mean you, you, that was from a corner which you mentioned the set piece taker so I think the set piece not taker uh, coach not just to attack them but to defend them as well but I mean are you worried about the defence or do you think well, it's still I, I, season or, and, and, and we obviously had more and more chances than, than that and we won the game because of who we've got but against better opposition I, I think we need I, to see something better against Roma for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I always worry about I always worry about our defence. I mean, it's just been a Spurs time, but I'm I'm less worried about our defence this season than I have been in the past. Mm. And yeah, there's going to be some teaming problems in pre-season. Players are a little bit ring rusty. You know, they need to go through the tactics again. But you only have to look at our record at the end of last season. We didn't concede many. 
No. And I think that that's always a good sign. So, uh, yeah, we do need to strengthen at, at centre back. Yeah, we do need to. Well, we need to strengthen. We need to have our wing back sorted out. But that's probably more from an attacking point of view than a defensive one. But uh, no, I'm less worried about our defence. Uh, yeah, the goals we conceded have been poor. But then, when you think of it, every time you concede a goal, it's always it's always poor, isn't it? So, you I, know, I thought that uh, Rangers goal though was just yeah. There, there was no but, pressure on any of the ball or the player or, or the run or anything. I think that is awful. Yeah, the two goals against Korea <laughs> were poor as well. Out, out the three, I think mean, one was a free kick. Yeah. But that that one, I'm slightly play. less less worried about because it was the first mm. game after pre-season where yeah. this is game three. So for me. I'd like to see a bit more concentration and, and 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 stuff like that. But again, it could still be ring rust, like you say. And we don't know what Southampton are going to be like in the and, and you know the first three games that we've got. Well, the problem with the problem, I, I did we, think that Rangers one was appalling. The problem with Southampton when we played them last last season and lost three two after being two one up was they virtually waltzed through our midfield <laughs> to score the two goals. They literally went from yeah, one really. end of the pitch to the other to score. I don't think that's going to happen this season, and that's what I. I, the impression I got against, uh, I mean, that was a tough game against Rangers. You know, they're, yeah. they, they're not treating us friendly, but we ain't going to be bullied by any team this season. We're not scared of anyone. And I think we've got a, a certain toughness in this, this squad. And we're all a lot better physically as well. We've got a lot of taller players in there, like Spence is tall, uh, Peritich is tall. We've got a very a physical team there now, athletic physical team. And I think that'll that'll really do well for this season where you won't get, or hopefully you won't get, the teams like Southampton just waltzing for our, defense, our, our midfield and scoring. It wasn't so much for that for me. It's like they've rolled out the red carpet for Ward Prowse to put a cross onto someone's head. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Do your yeah. bloody scouting, surely. It's every every week on Match of the Day he's doing that. But anyway. Well, I wonder, if we're, I wonder if we're set piece coach. I wonder if he coaches defence as well. Well, I hope well, so. You would hope you'd, you'd think so, wouldn't you, as a set-piece coach? Hope so, Otherwise, yeah. it'd be a set-piece attacking. Mm. But anyway. But yeah, there's a pre-season and the defence of what you've made of pre-season uh, and, and particularly the defence are, are leaking goals. Or is it just pre-season? You know, these things happen. We've got enough firepower going forward. Uh, what do you make of the pre-season as a whole? So far, we've still got one game left. And the defence mm -hmm. in those pre-season games and the goals we've conceded. I, I have a theory. I believe that the problem is Sanchez <laughs> because he he still has a tendency to, to, to do tentative things. I didn't see the career game. I only watched the sort of goals, so I can't really say how they how they all played. Uh, and I can't, you know, from what I what I've seen in preseason myself, the Seville game, the Rangers game, um, he. He's he has he has talent, but I think that he's tentative, and I think he makes the players around him a little uncertain. For a really effective defensive partnership, you've really got to know that your defensive partners are, you know, have got the fortitude for the game. Yeah, I mean, and he I ain't going to be playing against Southampton, though, is he? It's well, Romero, no died, uh, uh, and Davies, if everyone's... And Davies, yeah. yeah. he ain't going to be playing yeah. against Southampton. But. And with with Davis, I think he's still he's still injured, isn't he, Davis? He picked up an injury early. Yeah, he's still injured. Yeah. I it'll mean... Be Clement, it'll it, be Clement then, wouldn't it? it, it and Clement, yeah. Long way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, if it's those three, if it's, say, Dyer, Romero and Longley, Dyer, Romero and Davis, or a combination, you know, some yeah. triple out of those four, I'm I'm not worried. I'm not yeah. worried. And plus, no matter how, no matter how uh, much the opposition will not treat it as a friendly, because Seville certainly weren't treating it as a friendly. <laughs> treating it like a friendly. Um the the intensity is going to be upped mm -hmm. in the Premier League when it when it is the that competitive game. Um so I'm not that worried. I just I mean I like Sanchez. He's a good he's seems like a good lad, but again, no room for sentiment. I would like to see him also um another club found for him. Mm -hmm. Um and for him to not be in our squad anymore. Yeah. For, I, I for, mean, for he did, me, he, he did brilliantly he did brilliantly at the end of last season, yeah. but it was only three games. Yeah, and he, he's, yeah. yeah, long term, it's not enough concentration. He seems to he seems to do that. He'll come back in the side, do well, and then drop off, mm. rather yeah. than come back into the side and and build form. Um, and so I think it's a case of, I mean, listen, if it's a case of he will play like seven games or eight games in the whole of the season and it's sort of like he comes in because someone needs a rest or someone's injured, um, you know, and, and will sort of contribute and play at that level where he he does well when he first comes in and then he's taken out before it dips, fine. But yeah. I, I would just, yeah, I just think it's, I think it's time. I think it's time. Yeah, I, was, I think he's a confidence player because what drives me mad about Sanchez, he did it when he started for the first like month or whatever, and then it stopped. And then when he loses confidence, he does it again. That's when the ball goes over. He lets it bounce over his head. Mm. I played football as a kid. That was one of the first things other than how to take a throw in that I learned. You don't let the ball as a defender bounce over your head, but yeah. he, he does it constantly. And it's always when he's lacking confidence and, and, teams will 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 play to that you know well he's playing yeah. he doesn't like it over his head to so knock it over his head you, you know yeah. you're quick you chase after it and and I, I do agree with what you say i think when when other players say that it's like oh no oh no and that that will make them second guess things and but yeah i mean yeah i, I think, I think uh, back up uh, is fine but yeah, I, yeah. I, I think like the uh, james madison or attacking midfielder uh option if one becomes available we go for it i think the same is uh, with sanchez i think uh, alistair gold was saying and he said it before that if someone came in with an offer a decent offer then he'd, he'd be on his way yeah so uh, yeah because it's a shame because yeah, like you guys i think he's a good player but he's just he, he's got if the pace he's winning he? leagues and stuff yeah, but, he, he can't be playing yeah i, I think he's, he's going oh, he's to right, just, he's got the attributes but it just yeah. doesn't yeah. always yeah. gel properly you know or it doesn't yeah. gel consistently yeah. Well, he had a better game against Rangers, but he, he'd had a couple of poor games previously to that. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's maybe maybe what Conte's uh, someone someone asked the other day. Well, you know, if, if Emerson's so poor, why does Conte keep picking him? Part of me is thinking that maybe it's part of me is hoping that it's last chance saloon. It's like right mm. preseason now. Show me in preseason that you can yeah. do what I want of you. You know. Yeah, because he probably knows who he can rely on. You know, he can rely on Romero. He can rely on Dyer. He can rely. Obviously, Davis is injured, but he can rely on Davis. So he doesn't need yeah. to pick them, other than to give them some some minutes on the pitch. Whereas he's starting with some of these to sort of say, right, show me that you've learned. Show me that you've understood what I want of you. Um, 
and it's just him seeing. I'm hoping that's the case and that the players that haven't delivered for him will not be given much of an opportunity to deliver for him again. Talking about transfers, golden boot here. Uh, Paqueta is most versatile, creative mid for me. Yeah. Over six feet tall, can play in at least three different positions. Can't understand why he hasn't been signed. He would only cost 40 to 45 million. Uh, but like you say, no, man, if, if, if Conte's of your opinion as well, it's the least uh, uh, priority Important. position. So therefore, yeah. it doesn't get signed until others do. But we just don't know yeah. that. We can only speculate. But one of the good things, Brad, about the Rangers game, all the new boys got yeah. a game. I, I, I think Clement did as well, uh, but you definitely did. Spence did. Definitely Basuma did. Definitely Perisic did. Richardson yeah. did. Forster did. as well. Forster getting booed out of the building, which uh, <laughs> you, you want that in a pre-season friendly because it it, it it can kind of simulate a little bit more an actual competitive well, game. And, and uh, he looked he looked assured from what I saw, but Perisic put a cross in, which slightly too high over Charleston just slightly yeah. mistimed his jump but good to see him getting forward and putting the crosses in Spence uh, like someone in the comments said I, I, I can't remember who apologies didn't take anyone on but first ever game oh, yeah. real step up uh, Basuma like Rez said just on the ball just just absolutely superb I, I, when I saw the six players were on the bench and I saw how competitive the game was in the first half I was slightly concerned uh because not because they're they're not decent players, but because they hadn't played together with, with Tottenham or whatever. If they all and I, we're all presuming they're all going to come on in the second half as they they, they did. But I'll tell you what, it didn't seem to weaken the team one iota. Uh, we you know we won pretty comfortably in the end. Uh, yeah, they had that chance that they probably should have done better with, which forced to save, but. But no, I, I, every, I every club gets chances. Every every opposition yeah, will get chances. Yeah. You can't go through it without. I mean, it's yeah. rare for a, a lot club. Of keepers uh, in that scenario would have just come out flapped at it, maybe. Whereas you know, assured, no, I, and then it, it looked like an easy save. I, I mean, the thing is, if you look at the players, if you look at the players that, that did come on in the second half, uh, yeah, they, they literally Spence and Lengler have literally been a Hotspur away for a week. You know, you've had uh, Basuma's been out with COVID. Uh, Forster also out with COVID. So apart oh, from Rickardson, they haven't really. Apparently, uh, said that that uh, calf yeah. injury. So apart from Rickardson, none of them were really ready to to play in the first two games anyway. No. So no. the fact that they came on and I, you know, they didn't do anything absolutely outstanding or didn't do anything absolutely appalling. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was very very promising. And well, Peretic did that that excellent cross and that overhead kick, which yeah. uh, would have been a classical yeah. goal. But uh, yeah, I. I yeah, I was really pleased to see them. And I just got the impression, when I saw them on the bench, no kids on the bench this time. You know, that 24, you look at the 24-man squad we took up to Ibrox, you add Skip and you add Davis to that, there's 26 players there that yeah. you wouldn't wouldn't look out of place if, if they're in that squad this season. I know there, there will be a few that will go. You're talking about your Rodons, your Tandangas, your, your Brian Hills. But I thought that, yeah, I looked at that bench and thought, well, that's, that's a decent bench. You know, we can replace you know like for like players almost, and that that was yeah I was very very yeah. very encouraged by that. Yeah, and and there's the other good thing is you know you've got to assume that all of those players are going to play some part against Roma. I personally think Conte knows his first team for Southampton, and that will be the first half team, uh, mm. and then there'll be changes. But the, these these players, the ones that Brad mentioned, that you know with COVID and injuries and all that. They're getting integrated into the team. They're getting used to playing with these players. Uh, 
before the season starts, which we've never had before. So we're already ahead of where we have been for, I don't know, 10 years or maybe yeah. more or whatever. And, and, yeah, exactly. and yeah, absolutely brilliant yeah. that is that all six players now are being integrated into the, the squad yeah. before the yeah. season starts, which can only be a good thing, regardless of whether Spencer you know, takes people on or not. That will come, yeah. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, absolutely superb. And, and it's what we've been wanting to see and crying out for for yeah. years. And, and we'll yeah. see how, 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 it affects the team going forward. But, yeah, I mean, do you think any of those... That's what we, that's what we should have been doing. We should... Every yeah. club should be doing this. We This this idiotic, and it really has been, idiotic thing where we wait until after the mm. season has started yeah. to do our business. It's like you're throwing points away, potentially. Yeah. Right? You're potentially throwing points away. Because you should have been strengthening before the season starts. Just because the window closes after the season starts doesn't mean you you are required to use all of it. Get in there, do the business, yeah. and or do the bulk of your business so that these players can come in. And, and it shows a fundamental lack of football understanding because yeah. you speak to anyone who follows football with any degree of seriousness and they will tell you okay yeah. players need to gel players need to settle and that you yeah. don't do after your season has started yeah. you know that's why yeah. winter transfers are harder or, or less sort of successful when they come in because they haven't had the opportunity they're thrown straight in and they have to adjust faster. That's why you often find winter signings. They need the summer to gel with their teammates better. You know, I'm glad we've got the majority of it done now. I'm now worried that we're not going to be doing anything until after the season has started because it's just what we do, seemingly. Whereas we, we should really... Honest, still, uh, you know? To be honest, if Too that happens... Uh, to be honest, if, if that happens, I'm not too fussed because we've got a lot of players in that do fill issues that we had last season already in. Uh, so I'm not... But I do agree if you're going to get players in, get them in before. I think mm. there'll be a lot of sales uh, 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 after the season starts. Uh, Rumours that Winks is going to Southampton. There's no way we sell him to Southampton before we play them. But uh, <laughs> in terms of those new boys, Vez. Uh, 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 ignoring Richarlison because he's suspended, do you think any of them will start against Southampton? Because I, I think Conte, like I said, will play that first half against Roma with the uh, players that he's going to start. And, and for me, those players, ignore Davies if he's injured, but if he's fit, Davies included, got us into the Champions League. So for me, force them out, force your way in if you're one of the new boys. Uh, but do you think anyone has forced their way in uh, if everybody's fit? I think, I think Perisic starts over Sessegnon. Mm -hmm. um, I, I am of the impression that our midfield pairing will be Benton Kurt and Basuma. Mm. That's the feeling I'm getting. It's not based on a, on any real analysis or anything like that. Uh, I often sort of just have this sort of thing, and it it sort of turns out that I'm I'm right. Not that I'm special or anything. It's just <laughs> coincidence um <laughs> just going along with it um i think it will be i think it will be uh perisic on the left Bissouma and benton core um in the middle if ben davis is fit i think he starts yeah if he's not i think we'll see clement longley 
So Clermont, Clermont Longley. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, I think up front it will be our our, our triple, yeah. our, our telepathic triple. Um, I think even if Richarlison was fit, he's not there pu- pu- pushing his way in front of them. He's going to have to. But I think no. he'll be up for that fight. So I think it's a brilliant mm. signing in that respect. Yeah. That he's not going to shy away. And and yeah. Although one thing I will say, um, there is the possibility that you know. Conte will pick, not the possibility, of course he will. He will pick the um the the players that will be tactically suited to the opposition. Yeah. So we might be really surprised. It might be okay because before, and there's that quote, you know, I look at the I look at the field, then I look at the bench, mm-hmm. then I look at the field again, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't have options before. Yeah. Now he's got better options. It might be a case of he'll completely surprise us. He'll pick certain players because not because that player is necessarily the best in his position overall, but has attributes that are best suited to the opposition that he's playing. Because that's what Conte does. So you know, when when he was at Chelsea, especially that front three that he had, you know, he was often sort of tinkering with it a little bit because you know. He thought maybe, I think, was it Pedro was one of them? Uh, Pedro would do better than, you know, maybe Drogba in this position or whatever he, he did, which I didn't pay that much attention. It's Chelsea, a bunch of scumbags. Um, but <laughs> he will, you know, I think he might surprise us with his selections because he thinks that a particular player will do better against that specific opposition. Yeah. Um, so it's only going on last season thinking, well, you know, the best in my head would be this. Certainly Perisic on the left as opposed to Sessegnon. Um, on the right, you know what, right now I would, if if Doherty was picked, I would be quite happy because I would hope that he would continue his his form. If it's Spence, I will be reserving judgment and saying, okay, let's see how he does. He's still young, we unknown quantity. If it's Emerson, I will be probably ripping out my nose hairs just to ease the pain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh... Uh, in, in the comments, Dave Tutty saying Skip's lucky to be in a Conte's team. Uh, Paul Mansbridge saying he's class, oh. no doubt about it. Uh, uh, for me, uh, uh, Skip was superb uh, under Nuno. But I think those those four in midfield, Brad, absolute quality. And we've got real strength there. And Dave Tutty goes on to say, Bentecourt, the most composed on the ball. So he believes Basuma will clean up everything yeah. in front of the back three of Roma, Romero, Dyer and Clement. Uh, obviously, assuming tangerine. I mean, uh, and Paul Mansbridge too soon for Spence. But I, I think it's a fairly good game for Spence to start. You know, at home against a team that we should be beating. I on paper. But what do you think about the lineup for Southampton? And do you think he'll play that full lineup that he's going to uh, start against or want to start against? I I, I, I think certainly that the first half against Roma will, will be a good indication. But I. I seem to think he'll go with more or less the same team that finished the season uh, with Doherty a fit at right wing back instead of uh, Emerson. And I agree with Rez, probably Peretic instead of Session at left wing back. Then you got, you know, you got the usual suspects, haven't you? You got Dyer, Romero, uh, oh, Davies is fit, obviously. Uh, and then Kulishevsky, Son and Kane. I, I don't think it will change that much. No. Uh, from that that team that, that, won, that won at Norwich, but uh, uh, that's only because the other players are still 
got to play with this team. He knows he can trust that team. Company is all about trust. Yeah. He knows that that team's played together. They know what they're doing. Uh, so I think Champions League different. as well. Yeah, and then the other players will come in as the season goes on. And then you know, well, we look at the first team we had against. I know it was under Nuno. It's Man City, and in comparison to what finished the season, it, it always happens. But I agree with Rez. We definitely need because we've done all, done all our business early, or majority of our business early. We can get that good start. We need a good start. I'm not saying that we should win our first five or six games. Everyone seems to be thinking we will, but yeah, we need to to. I think we we talked about this didn't we, a few weeks ago on on the channel about the first five games of the season or August or yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. And I think I will say, well, win all your home games, uh, win at Forest, and then I'm happy with a draw at West Ham and a draw, draw at Chelsea. I think that's a, a oh, fair... Oh, oh, I'd love us to win. Don't get me wrong. I'll be over the moon. Really I mean, but, 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 yeah. And, and the team, we've obviously got a better chance than we have done than, than in the past against Chelsea. But I'd still be quite... If you offered me those... Yeah, that points total at the end of August. I'll, I'll be. I think that'd be quite reasonable. That's how you achieve things, isn't it? You beat the teams right. lower down. Yeah, and you don't lose to the teams yeah. around you. Yeah. you know, certainly at home. I mean, luckily, away, luckily you last... don't lose away, and then you beat them at home. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, but... if you look at last season, our rivals, we lost to Arsenal, but then beat them. But the only one that that could have thrown a spanner in was we lost both games summer against Man United. They're awful. Yeah. That would, and that's we, the thing. I mean, yeah, we beat Man City twice. Yeah. And lost Man United twice. Yeah. I mean, if no, we, been the no, other we way didn't. Around, we lost to, we lost been... to Ronaldo. Thank you very much. Once, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was at both yeah. times. It really was. It was. Yeah. We lost to Ronaldo, but yeah. it's so incongruous that we, that you know, we took six points off the 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 champions mm. and dropped six points to the worst Man United <laughs> team I have ever seen. It's right. There has never been a worse in my life. I'm sure there have been worse in the past, but in my own experience, I've never seen a worse Man United team. And we lost, we dropped six points to. Uh, admittedly, the team that lost at home were pretty appalling. Admittedly, our team that, that, that lost at home were pretty appalling. But the, the game at Old Trafford, that was just like, how we ever Who would have thought the first one was the blessing in disguise that we needed? And yes. uh, the second one didn't matter because we got Champions League <laughs> yeah, anyway. Absolutely, so. yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? But Mez, yeah. I know you need to head off. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. And a uh, shelf side, shelf, shelf yep. side Spurs show is your channel. Uh, it's in the description anyway. But uh, yeah, tell people a bit about it. Yeah, so shelf side Spurs show has been on summer break um, since the season ended. We are back on the fourth of August. Um, we are also going to be rolling out new content this season. Uh, so you'll be seeing more of our madness um, <laughs> as the season goes on. So the regular Thursday slot will be, well, usually we kick off sometimes 7, 7 to 7.30 time is, the, is our kickoff time. Uh, Thursday show hosted by the wonderful Johnny Einstein. So that'd be myself, Johnny, Nick, uh, Sean, Barry, Ranger, etc., cetera, uh, and Al. And then we're going to be doing some extra pre, mid and post match videos as well. And putting those up uh, and also you will be seeing another iteration of Shelfside Spurs show uh, during the week uh, which we're doing hopefully in collaboration with uh, another channel uh, still being sort of developed uh, so we can't announce yet but uh, watch this space and yeah do show, you know jump on over Shelfside Spurs show forwards uh, we're on YouTube do give us a like and a subscribe and come join us on Thursdays
Excellent. It's in the description. So, yeah, no excuse. And, yeah, head over there, sub uh, subscribe, like the videos, and then catch them on Thursdays. But, yeah, uh, Rez, thanks so much for coming on. Been a little My while pleasure. since you've been on, but pleasure yeah, having you on. And, yeah, take it easy. Thanks, pal. Come on, you no Spurs. Way. Come on, you Spurs. And then there were two. So, uh, last preseason game, Brad, Roma. Uh, Jose's Roma. Complete with a... new old, old man tattoos now as well of the cups that he's won as if he can't brag anymore. He's now got them <laughs> on his arm. Uh, he'll want to win that. It's a friendly. He'll want to yeah. win. Uh, I, 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 you'd have thought he'll drum that into the players. Uh, but Conte will want to win as well. And he'll oh, drum yeah. that into the players. Yeah, Oh, there was a comment on here. Where was it? Let me find it. Yeah, here we are, Paul Mansbridge. Uh, Boma will be a war, uh, <laughs> well, which, which, which is which what, is you, what want you want in pre-season yeah, because yeah. you don't want just a game that doesn't really yeah. matter. You want to try and get into that yeah. competitive uh, and, As I said earlier, they, yeah, let them throw what they want at us. We're a tough team now. Hmm. We got some, and there's a, I mean, this, this is going to be the, 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 the probably the, the word of the season, shithousery. We've got a lot of shit Hasri in that team. But it was brilliant to you see know. against uh, Seville. I think it was Seville, wasn't it? It was yeah. Sam getting bullied and Romero and Richarlison going yeah. straight over. Yeah. Uh, you want to calm it down a little bit, but it yeah. just shows the team spirit and the togetherness there that you're not picking on one of our mates. Go pick yeah. on me. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, I love, and, I love and that's yeah. superb. I mean, Romero did that last season, but he's now got <laughs> he's now got the buddy that he was picking on in the game yeah. at Goodison. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we, and and... Hoiberg and shy and yeah, <laughs> and I like and, and Dyer climbing mm. upstairs and shy either. You know? I, I mean, as long as there's no absolutely crazy tackles going backwards and forwards, because you don't want to, no. you don't want you know someone getting badly injured. But I think it, I, I'm hoping it's going to be a really tough game with lots of tackles going in and out there. And uh, yeah, we're, we're we're as I said earlier, we're a physical team now. You know, we're not going to be bullied by anyone. Uh, it'd also be interesting to see what the reaction is off the pitch with uh, obviously uh, Mourinho and some of the Spurs officials. I mean, obviously he's got no no thing with Conte because Conte wasn't there. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there with uh, some of the uh, Spurs officials and whether he uh, <laughs> has any reaction. And then, and I think uh, Alistair Gold. I was watching Alistair Gold tonight. You know, just his latest video out. Uh, he was saying he's going to try and actually get into the Mourinho press conference. But that's going to be really interesting as well. So you imagine there's going to be a few things said there, or a little, little, little digs, I think. And I think you could put money on there being about winning trophies coming up. That will definitely come up without a doubt. But yeah, no, I'm. Yeah. I think it's is it half past seven UK time kickoff? Is it an evening? Kickoff? I have no idea, but I, yeah. I think Conte would love Mourinho to have a few digs because then it's essentially mm. having a dig at the players that didn't do it for him. Motivation yeah. for them, you know, yeah. he's having a yeah. pop at you. Go beat his team and show him yeah. he's wrong. So. I think it'd be quite good, but yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that definitely. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a humdinger of a game. Uh, as I said, hopefully nothing stupid happens, no. but I still think it's going to be a tough game. And and fair, fair, fair enough. That's what you want going into into your pre seasons. Yeah, uh, especially when you've had, especially when it's been quite a short pre season. You know, it's only yeah, one, only four, four games game. is quite odd, isn't yeah, it? Normally you yeah. play quite a few more than that. I think that's because the season's starting early, you got the World Cup, all that sort of thing. So there's probably a lot of that's come into it. But uh, yeah, that's uh, and as I said earlier, I think that, that the first eleven that, that goes out will be a good indication of what, what we're going to 
start against Southampton. Yeah, I think so as well. Dave Tutty here. Uh, a shit house was a red brick house built outside the actual house where people <laughs> went to make a brown fish back in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Shit house, uh, <laughs> educational, rather. Uh, yeah. just, not just talking about Spurs here. Uh, cheers, Dave. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you expect that, because I fully expect the team that Conte is going to pick if everyone's fit for Southampton to start that game. Hmm. And then depending on how it goes, chop and change and I I certainly expect if they're not starting the new boys to get a bit of a kick around just to integrate themselves for certainly the Basumas the uh, Spence uh, and Perisic just because you know Richarlison's played all pre-season Forster's played a few as well Uh, but yeah I expect that to happen Uh, uh, would you expect in terms of much rotation in the second half or is it more about get ready for Southampton I think think he'll go uh, with a team that let's treat this as this is our first league game of the season and we want let's treat this game that there are three points at stake yeah you might have a situation where he might not be decided on say Doherty or or, or Spence and he might play one in each half I think generally speaking I think it'll be like the first 11 injuries barring will be the team he's looking at to start against Southampton. And then it'll be like, no, let's, this is our first game. This is our first three points of the season. Let's treat it that way. Uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, I, you, you might want to argue that there's an obligation because you're going to Israel that, to, 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 to give the fans, the, the players that, you know, they, they pay to see, but you know, this is uh, the Premier League we're talking about here. You know, it's mm. much as it's nice to uh, put on a show in other countries. I think, no, we need to gain it in this game. Uh, looking, looking to win it, uh, and, and treating it as a as a free point, effectively. Yeah, I think so as well. And kind of last thing before we wrap up, a fairly short show today. Uh, transfers remaining. This could push it over to about an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> transfers remaining. I, I think there'll be at least one more in. Whether yep. that's James Madison, whether that's an attacking player, whether that's someone else, I don't know. I think there'll be quite a lot of outs, but I can see the outs happening later on. Because when when teams are trying to get their targets, not quite, and then when we desperately need someone here, that's when they'll go. I think if if Winks is moving to Southampton, which is is has been rumoured, <laughs> we're not selling him there before the b- before the game unless there's a clause he can't play against us. But I, I think that's quite difficult. I, I think so, that the I think we'll see. Think? I think we'll see some players moving out this week and next week. Yeah, uh, I think they need Will to get more. Don Bele be one of them because I, I, I'm sure you couldn't pay most teams to pay for him. Well, uh, the one thing I will say, the one thing I will say is out out of out the four players, he's the one that you would expect would be a, a disruption if he stays. Hmm. So that's I'm the thing I'm worried about. Yeah. He's the one I want to go because I think he could be fairly toxic. You know, it, yeah. it, in the same way that I, as an outsider, viewed Paul yeah. Pogba in the dressing room and and and. Jesse Lingard as well to an extent, uh, leaking everything to his brother yeah. and everything like that. And and yeah, certainly if he's, we've got such a good crop of youngsters coming in that the last thing they need is to be turned against the club or, or have yeah. that negative. Well, attitude. I think if, so if you look at, he needs look to at, leave. He needs yeah. to leave for me. But whether anyone I mean, I, I wants to I take a visa, a yeah. chance on him is another thing because he hasn't helped himself in that respect in the last two. Years, I, I, I don't think I've ever felt. Okay, so non Bele, we know he he could be a problem. Uh, Lascelles, though, he seems to be very vanilla in whether he loves the club or doesn't. He's sort of very, yeah. you know. Uh, so I'm not too worried about him. And Winks is a Tottenham man. I don't think Winks is going to cause any trouble. He he obviously no. 
you know, they've told him early. I mean, they, they haven't taken him on pre-season and then said, oh, by the way, you've got to go now. They've actually told him early. So he knows what the situation is. But I think he's a he's a Tottenham man. And I don't, I don't think he'd, he'd, he'd cause any undue yeah. trouble. Uh, and Regulon, I think, seems to love the club as well. I, I wouldn't imagine he'd cause problems either. But I think this week we'll see some deals start to happen. Yeah, uh, we've got he was rumoured as well, but then there doesn't that story seems to have stopped now. But uh, well, Mora, Mora, Lucas Mora is he, he's a very handy player to have in your squad, isn't he? Yeah. He, you know, he's been playing at right wing back the last couple of games. He can, <laughs> he can go across the you know, in, in playing in front three positions, he can play there. So I think he's a, a very handy player to come on. Uh, he's got a bit of pace that can come on, you know, in the last 20 minutes. So no, I and, and yeah. Cotton seems to, seems to think he you know, depend on him as well as being a, a decent player having the squad. So He's positive, think, isn't he? Even in the Nuno yeah. time, he was the only oh, one yeah. trying to be yeah. positive. And, and yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. people say, oh, you only like Mora because of that. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, no, he, is, no, he I, is positive. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. certainly, if defenders are, are tired, good good weapon to have, yeah. I think. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I don't think Lucas will go. Uh, obviously, if someone came in with a min, uh, an offer of thirty million from him, that might change it. But I can't see that happening. But but no, I don't I don't think no, seriously. I don't think Lucas will go. I think the four players that that were left behind, uh, the South Korean tour, obviously they're surplus requirements, so they'll be you know trying to get rid of them out the door. And then you're looking at, as I said, if someone comes with a bid for Sanchez, you've got. Do you sell? Uh, with Roden and Tanganga, I'd like to see Tanganga if he, if he uh, go on loan because I think he's a, a young up and coming player. Roden, we never really got to see Roden. I, no one knows yeah. what what that situation is because every time I've seen him play, he's, he's done okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so you'd imagine that he might be one out the door. I mean, you sort of look at uh, look the eight players that Reza's talking about earlier. You've got four that are left behind: Sanchez, Emerson, Roden, and then. Uh, uh, Tanganga maybe so that may be the eight players that they're they're talking yeah. about. I mean, what do you think of loans as well? Because you said earlier with twenty four players in the squad that have been taken into the friendlies, twenty six if you include Davies and I can't remember mm. the other one. Uh, yeah. Skip, yeah, Dane Scarlett, Harvey White, Alfie Devine. Uh, uh, there's a few others as well. Send them on loan, get them yeah. game time. Yeah. If they're not going to play, yeah. oh, uh, Paul. Mansbridge as well, another one. Parrot. I keep well, yeah, forgetting yeah, yeah, him. It was, it, it was yeah, you last cool. time who mentioned Parrot before yeah. I did as well. <laughs> yeah. I seem to be uh, have a vendetta against Troy Parrot, but uh <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. off he's off to uh to to Preston. Uh oh, yeah, I think I mean, that'll be I'll good, be... but the other three, get them out on if they're yeah. not gonna play, yeah. get them yeah. out on loan, get them some game time. There's benefits to having them at the club, you know, training with the canes and the basumas and all of this kind of thing, but Nothing beats playing football. There's Nothing also the art. There's the, is the arg- I, I definitely think they should go alone. But there is the argument that uh, there's going to be the under is it under 19s Champions League or under 20s Champions League, mm. where the games are mirrored. So whoever you you draw in the group stages, you get the pardon me the under 21s or whatever age group it is. So you, you could argue that you, you know that'll be a good tournament for players like. Uh, yeah. uh, for me, uh, for me though, they're going to be playing against foreign players, not pre- mm. not not English players. You want them to be playing yeah. in an English league, you know, used getting used to English football. And you know, I always go back. Never did Harry Kane any harm. You know, there'll be no. countless oh, others no, no. that have been. I mean, Jamie Vardy didn't go on loan, but playing in non-league didn't do him mm. any harm. Getting used to English football, probably being kicked up in the air quite a bit. Uh, yeah, for me, just get them out on loan. But uh, I complain a lot. THFC has said here as well. We'll see all the outgoings, he thinks, 
uh, go out before we sign our seventh signing, which yeah, it could, it could be. I think true. only I, I, I sort of half agree with that. I think in in, in the case that that you know the people behind all these deals, Paratici, and that, they're looking at the outgoings now, and they're not concentrating on getting anyone in. But having said that, if suddenly a player becomes available that Tottenham want, then I think then I think you'll see that change. And it, from what I can gather, it, it's not a money thing. You know, we don't have to sell to buy. You know, it, well, we, it, you know. we sold three hundred thousand shirts to Korea fans. Made God knows how much money <laughs> in merchandising going to that trip, utilizing as well. And, and you yeah, know, fair play, utilizing Sun's popularity over there. He's a rock star over there. Yeah. He's, oh, he's God, so yeah. popular. And, and and Harry Kane as well is getting popular yeah. over there. You yeah. know, gun, two Guns and Roses gigs, which. I was there for the first one. The queue at the bar, they bumped the prices of the beer up by two. Oh, not surprised. The queue at the bar, absolutely ridiculous. And that's really? before, uh, and that's after everyone's paid how much money, to, you know, food as well. So that's got to, we must have earned quite a bit of money this summer already. Uh, but coming in, uh, who do you see coming in? How many? We've I, I, think six, still, any... I think the, I think the centre back is still a priority. As I said, the attacking midfielder, I think, is an opportunity if an opportunity comes in. But I think a, a centre-back is probably a priority to get in there. Uh, just just to give cover for Dyer. Because at the moment, you know, Dyer's are only proper centre-back if you if you, if you you presume that Tanganga and, and Rodan are going to go gonna go yeah. elsewhere. Uh, although you could argue that Tanganga is more of a right-sided centre-back anyway. Well, I, th- but, I, I, I think he's had problems. Not problems, mm. that's the wrong word, but... He's never nailed down a position. We mentioned it earlier yeah. about someone else, and I can't remember who. Uh, <laughs> can't remember yeah. much these days. Uh, but yeah, he, he's played at right wing back. He's played at right back. He's played at wing back. He's played at central defence. He's played on the left. And, and you don't nail down a position where, if you look at Kane, he's only ever trained as a striker, obviously, yeah. ignore the yeah. fact that he's now coming deep and a bit of a playmaker. But yeah, Dyer, that was it, wasn't it? A right wing, yeah. right back, yeah. centre back, and centre midfield. But yeah, so that's why he's taking a little bit of time, I think, to get into centre back because he hasn't played. Well, yeah, with, with Dyer, with Dyer, we we bought him as a centre back, but I think we need we didn't have any right backs at the time. I think mean, that's why he played at right yeah. back, well, and so incidentally think, scored it scored his first two games from memory. <laughs> yeah, which well, so I think versatility sometimes is is a bit of a hindrance, even though you think, yeah, wow. But James Milner, I think became more and more versatile as he got older. So he appreciated yeah. the game more and appreciated the positions more. That's why he's been so good wherever he plays for Liverpool and 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 whereas Tanganga has never ever learned a position. I think the, mm. Theo Walcott exactly the same. Uh but I mean that's just me, but it's Theo Walcott who cares really about Arsenal but, players. But yeah but, I think uh, I think I think a centre back will be the, the one player that they'll they'll, they'll be wanting yeah. to get in. But yeah and Paul Mansbridge here uh, <laughs> Matt Asar is our. Oh, yeah, player. yeah, yeah, Matt Asar. Well, I think he's. <laughs> I, I think he's another player that. Uh, well, actually, it's funny. Actually, Matt Asar and, and Brian Hill, they're the two players that'd be interested. What happens to them? Uh, yeah. I think they'll probably both go on loan. I don't see the point of loaning Brian Hill to a, a Spanish team again. No, it's got to be English, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be an English. Yeah, someone in the English league uh, to toughen him up. Basically, I think the skills there, uh, yeah. and he, he he does put it about, but I think he still needs to to, to toughen up. And Papa Matasar, I think, would be interesting. I, I think. I think we've got too many midfielders for him there. I think. Also, he's not going to get a game, really, is yeah, he? Yeah, he, he's not going to make the European uh, Champions League squad, is he? Because you know we've got too many uh, foreign players there. So, so if if Papa Matasar stays, and for that matter, Brian Hill, they're probably going to be only playing in in the the Premier League games or the or the uh, domestic cup yeah. games. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd love a, 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 a like a James Madison just because I've been calling out for a playmaker for years. Mm. But then I did yeah, say right. on here or, or one other channel, I can't remember what, with Richarlison, we can stick him up front and drop Kane deep. Obviously, yeah. players don't want that. Uh, fans don't want that to happen because you're you're sacrificing to some extent, in my opinion, anyway, the best striker in the game. But there, there is that ability to do that. But if we could sign James Madison and then a, a top centre back mm. and then get out the outs that we, we think are going to go, certainly Ndombele, and get those three players that I mentioned earlier on loan, out on loan, Scar at four. Sorry, I keep forgetting power. Four, <laughs> I think that's a tremendous window. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I've, I've heard people moan about it. So, oh, we, you know, we've got that player. We should have got this player. Why didn't we go that player? And one, no one knows whether they did try and get these players anyway. But also, yeah. you know, when have we done this? You know, yeah. I can't remember the last season where we, we had all our players or most of our players in before the start of the season. So by that that by that by stat alone, it's been a good transfer window. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we do need, of course we need players. Of course, it would have been nice to get Bastoni, but he's come out again today on Twitter saying... Yeah. I love it at Inter Milan. I can never be, you know, I never thought of leaving, blah, blah, blah. So, but what I love about it is back in the day, we still go after him, after him, after him, after him, yeah. after him. Yeah. We've left it now. He doesn't want to come, fine, move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Complain a lot. I said, uh, I'd love Madison, but would he like sitting on the bench? I think with the five subs, he'd play, well, unless yeah. we're winning 4 0, you know, after an hour. Uh, uh, well, well, well after an hour, he would yeah. come on, wouldn't he? But Champions League as well. Uh, well he, I, I think he, a lot of players will get a lot more game time than they think. They won't get the 30 games. No, but they don't really yeah. carve in cups and everything. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I, well, I think, I think uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he, Madison, by default, is going to be in the Champions League squad because yeah, you need your uh, homegrown players. So if he did sign Madison, yeah. he, so he's going to. You know, be in that that squad, so he's going to get Champions League game. So, you know, if you're an ambitious player, you, you want to go in and say, "Well, I'm, I'm going to make this my, you know, I'm going to make, make that spot mine." You know, you're well, not going to say, like, oh, yeah. I'm, you know, what if you go, I don't want to go to Tottenham because I don't want to sit on the bench." Well, then you're not really being that ambitious, are you? You know, so. Well, I think so, yeah. I think the thing with Madison and it's the same with a Charleston. I think they're quite arrogant, not in a terrible, terrible way. But I think they'll think I'm better than those players. Yeah, I'll force my way in, which can only be a good thing because then it automatically improves uh, training um, standards. Yeah. And then also tells the players in front of them, I, I better put a shift in. I better do something. Otherwise, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And if he's as good as he thinks he is, I won't be getting back in. Yeah, and, exactly. and that can exactly. only be a good thing. And that's why those four in midfield, I think, is superb because we've got four real good midfielders, including Skip there. Uh, I, I, I know some people in the chat don't think he, he's he's uh, the best of the four. I don't think he's the best of the four. I think Basuma is, and and but I think you know if, if two of them get injured, one of them gets injured, and you're saying Skip's coming in, I'm not bothered about that. I'm pretty happy about that. If mm. his Winks coming in, it's ooh, oh dear, a uh, bit worried. But, but then four in midfield, uh, the four up top, uh, yeah. But getting a Madison into a different dimension uh, again with the five subs and and. Yeah, the centre back to in case one of them gets injured. Mm. I think that's a tremendous window there, and then get like I say, getting out. Every, I think there'll be one more coming. Who? Yeah. No idea. Where? <laughs> no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. But going out, I, I can see quite a few going out. But yeah, I want to see those four out on loan as well. If they're not going to play, get them out on loan. Get yeah. Troy yeah. Parrott obviously had a pretty good 
uh, loan spell, get him another one. You know, yeah, get him another well, one at a different yeah. club, a different challenge, different way of playing, different. Uh, and of, uh, good, thing, good thing about Parrot, I think I read he's also signed a new contract as well. So he's actually, yeah. he's actually said, uh, you know, I I want to go out on loan because I want to get game time so I can come back next season and then you know I can I can work my way into the team. So that that shows a good good ambition and a good sort of a dedication that. You know, he's quite happy to do that, and they've given him a new contract. So they more or less said to him, "Look, you know, you're in our plans. It may not be this season, but it will be in in future seasons." So yeah, yeah, it's all looking good. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's. Uh, I I uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever looked forward to a season as I have this no, much. I, so. I I've been optimistic about the start of the season ever since we qualified for Champions League, but. Uh, mm. Couple, couple of comments. Uh, Golden Boot say, uh, loving the show. Really appreciate the support, buddy, and, and the comments. <laughs> Should do more of these kind of shows. That's what we do on Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, just talking about, to- uh, get a few guests talking about the uh, uh, stuff. And to be perfectly honest, that's what every Spurs channel does. So if you like this, go and watch. Go over to Let's Talk Tottenham and yes, go and watch as many as you can. Watch as many as you can. There's loads mm. of them. So yeah, uh, but appreciate the support. Uh, Paul Mansbridge, creative player, Zaniola. Possibly. Possibly. Again, didn't Hoddle call Madison a genius? Uh, goes on to say he'd be signing <laughs> he this season right. for me. Brilliant player, 19 goals last season in all comps, plus 20 Premier that, League. That, that I think is a very, a very good point, Golden Boot 23, is that yeah, and, since and, Ericsson and Deli Alley at his pomp, we haven't had a goal scoring midfielder, really. No. I mean, could have just say he's been offered a new contract at Leicester, whether he'll um, mm. take it. Uh, yeah. who knows but like you say Champions League lure and, yeah. but yeah yeah you're very well mannered Brad oh, he's, on, he's on best behaviour <laughs> he's on best behaviour golden boot because he's on YouTube <laughs> but yeah and, you should uh, see me yeah, when I drop a, a fourth on the floor and I'm doing the washing up you should see me there <laughs> but yeah I mean if we got Madison I, I've been crying out for playmaker ever since Ericsson made hmm. uh 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 well, actually, that that that, uh, that Zaniola. Uh, oh no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. The one that spoke about uh, uh, earlier, per, 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 pas, Pasquale, whatever his name oh, was, pa- Paqueta. Paqueta, yeah. Uh, obviously, you've got the problems that it's another foreign player, but uh, his stats, and I'm I'm the worst person to come to stats. You know, I'm not a, a stat man, but he played for Leon last season, and his goals and assists were very, very good. Yeah. So yeah. I just think with Madison, we've already touched on it with Charleston and Basuma, and and we're getting him late. Excuse me, we're getting him late. No Premiership mm. adjustment or English football adjustment. Can ju- yeah, yeah. All Madison's he has to do is get adjusted to Conte and the players around him, and and yeah, young English, and and I mean, if he can get into the England squad as well, then he can form a partnership mm. with Kane, uh, Dyer oh, yeah. as well. Well, I mean, if if, 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 Glenn, if Glenn Hoddle if Glenn Hoddle calls you a genius, that is yeah. quite some compliment. And yeah. to me, and Glenn Hoddle, and you know, I, I was actually living in Australia at the time, but he he scored a lot of goals from midfield for Tottenham as well, a lot of important goals. So and free kicks for that matter. So uh, yeah. so yeah, so I think that uh, yeah, you can say oh, it gives us an extra string to our bow and a Plan B or a Plan C. Uh, but also a goal scoring midfielder is, is a very, very handy yeah. thing to have. And you only have to look back to our season. It might have been the season we came second to Chelsea. Yeah. I think we had that season. Kane, Son, Deli Alley, and Ericsson. I think they all over the yeah. whole season all scored twenty goals. Yeah. From from memory or a good amount of goals, put it that way. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think Madison is super 
I know he, he had that pat pop at uh, Gareth Bale, but you know, if you go back on anyone's Twitter or Facebook for ten years, they'd have said something stupid in the heat of the yeah, moment. Yeah. And, and I imagine he's matured, so I'm not that bothered about that. And, and Bale's not there anyway, so he can't have the uh, aggro that comes from that. And you know, if he if he did come and scored the, the, the you know nineteen goals, twenty goal contributions, people wouldn't care less. They couldn't yeah, care less. Exactly, exactly. But yeah. Uh, Paqueta six at one tour, so it would suit mm. Conte's idea. Mm. Uh, new Hoddle would be good. <laughs> uh, 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 a new Ronaldo be good as well. Uh, but yeah, where's our ambition, Adam McFarlane? How are you doing, Adam? I think we've shown quite a lot of ambition, yeah, certainly yeah. by getting these players early. And yeah, uh, he also likes Barella and Zaniola. I'm assuming that means Conte there. Um, but yeah, we've pretty much reached the end. I mean, we can. We've been speculating every Spurs challenge. We've speculated on transfers for about six weeks and probably do it for another three weeks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, getting the players in that we have, I think, is superb. And, and like we've said, and Rez was saying earlier, not fully, but they're, they're much, much more integrated than most of our players are when we sign them because we sign them at the end of uh, August. And, and yeah, I, I, I'm excited. We've got players in that definitely improve something that was missing or, or not quite there last season. Forster's a definite improvement. Perisic, I think, could be amazing, not just for him, uh, himself, but for Sessignon as well. Basuma can do absolutely everything in midfield. Uh, uh, Clement, a, a, a good centre-back. I don't know too much about him, but he's, he's got to be better than Sanchez. Uh, <laughs> Richarlison can play any one of them front three. So genuine competition for places there. Yeah, And, and two of them... Well, and you know, you know what else is filling me with hope this season as well is uh, not so much the Arsenal game last season, but the Burnley game. Yeah, the Arsenal yeah, game, you always know out. that the Arsenal game, the crowd are going to get behind you, and, and but they yeah. did it against Burnley. And I think with these signings coming in and this optimism around the club with the support and that sort of thing, I think we're going to see a different Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this season. I think the crowd yeah. are going to be immense this season and very important to how yeah. the team does. And we have to, as much as we all love the old White Hart Lane, we have to just say it's gone. It's gone now. It, it, you can't go back to the past. So we have to make this stadium, you know, the new White Hart Lane, the new place that, that clubs and, and fans don't want to come to. Yeah, well, I, I, I've been to White Hart Lane and the new stadium. There were games mm. at White Hart Lane where the crowd were dead as well, and there were well, games yeah, where they yeah. were fully yeah, up. Man, yeah. Man City, Arsenal, games mm. at the new stadium where the crowd yeah. were massively up. West Ham as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Golden Boot. How long's left in the window? I think it ends on the first of September. First games on the sixth of August. So it's about I'm six sure. weeks. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not sure how many Premier League games we have before the start of the window. Uh, so has it been, window closed, been going, so it must be about it's been going for six weeks. We signed six players in six weeks. So in the next six weeks, we'll get rid of <laughs> four players and we'll sign two more. There you go. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'd be happy with that as long as they're the. Uh, uh, players that we need and the players out yeah. certainly in non-ballet go but yeah i yeah. mean great talking to you brad uh pleasure yes, having you on as always uh you see brad's channel there uh blue sofa Song. yes brilliant yeah. channel brilliant idea and uh quite a few videos on there now as well yeah, yeah I've got about seven seven, about seven songs on there blue sofa songs it's just basically me uh i've been playing guitar for two years now so i'm still very much a beginner but i've been writing lyrics for some time now. So these are the lyrics and songs I've actually written. So I've written the, the lyrics and the music and it's just a, a way of me getting it out there. But obviously I, I really appreciate if people would have a look at it, click like, subscribe, the usual sort of stuff. 
this week we'll see the last song I recorded before I went away on holiday. So I'm hoping, and I haven't worked out how I'm going to do this, that from next week I'll be much improved on what, what's out there. So uh, it's all very good. I mean, if you haven't, you only started playing guitar in two years. I've been playing it since I was 18, 20 <laughs> years. Yeah, unbelievable in two years. I'm, I'm, I, uh, I, I, I knew about three chords when I was about 15, but then, then I put the guitar down for the next 40 or so years <laughs> and I picked it up again a couple of years ago. So, uh, so yeah, so it's, it's it, and it, as I say, it's my first attempt at writing music. Uh, still a lot to learn, still a lot to improve on, but, uh, yeah, I just want to get songs out there and, uh, hopefully, you know, people will like, like the songs. Uh, if you do play the songs, and you think, oh, actually, I, I don't really like this one, but just let it play out because that helps with the algorithm. So, you know, just just put the whole, just put it on, play the whole a lot. You can have it on mute. I don't care, but as long as it plays out the whole lot, so it, it, it helps the algorithms. But no, no, hopefully that you'll you you won't do that and you'll actually like the songs. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's the idea behind it. Blue Sofa songs with yeah. the Blue Sofa. Yeah, brilliant channel, and yeah, yeah, every Friday, isn't it? At Eight PM. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to schedule them for. Probably about five o'clock on a Friday, so I've got one more to go uh, that's already ready to go, and then then I've got to start recording some new new stuff uh, for for the following week. So uh, hopefully I can get that sorted out. And uh, oh, and also click click like subscribe to uh, get it right. L Talk Tottenham and uh, Chris's new Magic Channel and uh, the Hotspur Hood. And well, actually click like and subscribe to all the Tottenham content channels. So they're actually it'd be brilliant. It's a wonderful, wonderful community. And uh, yeah. What more can I say? Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. And, and definitely check out Brad's channel and Vez's as well. Shelf side mm. Spurs show uh, back on the 4th of August. Uh, both Brad, both uh, Vez's channel in the description. Uh, no excuse. No excuse. And uh, <laughs> yeah, if you like what you've seen here, uh, head over to Let's Talk Tottenham. That's my channel. Uh, there is no show on Friday. So my show's on Friday, 12.30 p.m. UK time. Uh, but there is not not one this week. I'm in uh, starting a new job this week and in the office, so I don't think they look too kindly about me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not taking the new job seriously and doing a, uh, a Spurs podcast. But uh, there will be one the week after next. And then Mondays, back here, 7.30 on the Hotspur Hood. And, yeah, please hit like and subscribe on both. And on this one, hit the notification bell. Tommy's got so many people doing shows. Uh, <laughs> notification bell, you'll get notified every time someone does a show. There's loads of shows going on all through the uh, uh, day as well. Colin, uh, who you know from Talking Ball, he's doing them as well. So you've got the, all the American fans have their content as well. At, uh, American Literally well. 24 hours, isn't it? 24-7. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Rez and Brad's channels, go and do the same with them as well. Uh, just a couple of comments. Golden Boot, uh, 12 get days time, our first game. Yes, mm. it is. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. Really uh, great show. Thanks for putting this content up and great show, lads, from Paul as well. Thanks to you guys uh, for all your comments. Uh, Adam as well, everybody else. Uh, uh, Dave, I've missed so many people. I do apologise. But I really appreciate all the comments. Uh, like I say, if you haven't already, hit the like and hit the subscribe. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, not sure what we'll be talking about. Maybe our seventh signing. Maybe Undombele <laughs> has left. Uh, certainly the Battle, will be, the Battle of Roma. Yeah. yeah, it certainly will be about Roma. But yeah. I'll be back then, but until next time, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.